0: Welcome to the third episode of Life After Lockdown. I'm Heidi Lipson, an Australian living in the US. Today, we're in Albania speaking to Erin, an American expat who moved there for a short stint with her family in February. Erin has navigated news of the pandemic and rules of lockdown in another country and another language. She and her children have spent weeks indoors and they have now finally emerged into Albania's late spring sunshine for walks and play beyond their four walls. Hi Erin and welcome to Life After Lockdown. It's great to speak to you today. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. We know each other from our semester abroad in the Czech
1: Republic.
0: Would you believe it was 12 years ago?
1: Uh, it doesn't seem that long ago <laughs> and then I remember I have three children and then I'm like yes it has been that long ago. So, yeah.
0: so could you tell me a bit about you and what's taken you to Albania?
1: We're here in Albania. My husband's employer, they started a remote office here about a year ago. And he came in November and spent about a week here. And he really enjoyed it. Uh, The people in the office really enjoyed having him and they kind of just were testing the waters and said, Hey, what do you think about bringing your family out here for an extended period of time? And I'm always up for an adventure. I've been trying to get us to move and to go do something different for a while. And so when this opportunity came up, I was like, yes, we're doing it, we're going. Uh, we were able to come here in about mid February. We got here mid February. And so, yeah, we've been here about three months and we are enjoying it as much as one can when you are spending <laughs> the last two months inside an apartment. So, yeah.
0: And so, we should tell our listeners, you're originally yes. from the US. We're about to. So yes.
1: The US. Um, so, we're from Utah.
0: And so, with that timing, you would have arrived and had. What kind of time before the so, pandemic began?
1: So, we had about a month of, uh, yeah, just about four weeks before everything went pretty crazy. So, um, about things really started to pick up steam here in Albania um, around the 8th or 9th of March. So, yeah, we had been here about three and a half weeks at that point. And I, at the time, I just felt like we were just getting our feet underneath us. We were just figuring out how to, like, ride the buses. And so that was kind of hard. And and it was uh, how they handled things here um, was kind of very quick. So the, they announced the cases to the public, like, on that Monday. By the end of that week, everything was shut down. Restaurants, bars, cafes, uh, public transit. You were no longer allowed to drive your personal car on the roads. It, basically everything, the borders had closed. I think we, two weeks later, the airport closed. And it was just very quick and very drastic. And how the, the news it was very hard to keep up with just because of how quick everything had changed. And so um, it was quite a, a blow to our plans and to our egos, too, just because we, we'd finally kind of gotten used to how things were going to potentially be here. And then uh, this curveball of the coronavirus. It was just so hard, but, you know, we're making do.
0: You're pretty aware, obviously, of what's happening in the USA, of course, um, given Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're staying in touch with family and friends here. um, And other countries there in Europe as well, they're on your doorstep. Are you aware of Albania having done anything differently? Is there anything that's been unique about Albania's handling of the crisis?
1: Albania does a lot of trading with with Italy and uh, especially in that region in the Lombardy region in Milan that had gotten hit just so horribly um so I I know there was a lot of when we arrived at the beginning in February there was a lot of concern that this was going to come just simply because there was a lot of you know there's a lot of movement of people between Mm. Italy and Albania and also with Greece and so uh, you know I appreciate that they had moved so quickly to shut everything down and to try and do their best to contain things. The the government and the systems here are relatively young compared to other countries. Um, Albania was a former communist country and their latest more, I guess, form of government has yeah. only been in since 1995. And so mm-hmm. it's a relatively young system of governing and, It's not as established in in the medical field and in the research and, you know, they're they're still trying to build themselves up. Prime Minister, his name is Eddie Rama, and he stopped talking to the news and to the media in general and just started doing Facebook Lives as a way of telling people what was going to happen. And Albania is still sort of a developing country. Not everyone has access to the Internet And not everyone could receive all this information. So it was a very frustrating. Things change very quickly. And they change without warning and sometimes without reason. Mm. As an expat, as someone who doesn't understand the language and the culture as well. But I think, you know, they they are doing what I think they think is best.
0: And can you just fill us in briefly on what the picture has been for Albania? I mean, how Albania has been affected by the virus so far? Yeah,
1: so... um, The numbers are incredibly low here. Um, so that part for me has been hard to understand why they continue to keep people inside and continue to keep things um, limited. It, on the other hand, I understand that they they just do not have the capacity to care for all these people. I, I My mind yeah. understands that on the one hand. And then on the other hand, it's I'm frustrated that things aren't happening in this quickly in our home state of Utah, they have like um, thousands of cases. I think they have like almost 5,000 or 6,000 cases. It's huge. It's it's, it's huge. They've got 500 people in the hospital. They have almost 200 deaths or, or, you know, over 150. And yet they have continued to relax things. Things have been very, um, compared to here, very lax. And so being on social media has been hard to see everyone at home Mm -hmm. complain about how hard things are for them. And I'm like, you can drive your car whenever you want. You can go to the grocery store whenever you want. People were like, oh, we can't go to the park. I'm like, I haven't gone to the park in two months. Uh, That comparison game has been a little hard because it just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's how everyone has handled it has been so differently. And Mm -hmm. I think it's all, it's, it's not to say it hasn't been hard for everyone, but I think given a lot of perspective about you know everything here yeah
0: and I seem to think that there was a time maybe a month or so ago where you and I were chatting on Facebook and I thought you had said there was a time you hadn't left the house for yes days
1: a week yes yeah yeah you hadn't left the house at all I hadn't left the house for over two weeks so um,
0: and this is with three children the, With you the and the children. kids were
1: in the house? We yeah. had been in the house for two weeks. We, we hadn't left and you had to have a permit to leave the house and you had to text in as a foreigner. We had to text into this system and get approval and have permits and the rules were just, it seemed to be changing daily. And at that point it became very, I had a lot of worry and a lot mm-hmm. of anxiety leaving the house. And our kids went about, um, I think, three or four weeks before they left the house for the first time
0: the kids three or four weeks in the house yeah the
1: kids so yeah yeah, when it okay yeah
0: that uh that is making my heart race just yes (laughs) yes they,
1: they were amazing I I applaud them they handled it so well never once um did anyone get mad or throw fits or get um overly emotional I expected tantrums I expected Mm. this to be very difficult and we were they were wonderful they handled it well and there are days when they were like I just want to go outside I just want to play I don't want to be inside the house anymore and you know we had those conversations like this is the rules and we have to follow the rules we're guests in this country and if we break the rules they're not going to let us stay here and they're not going to want us to come back and we want to be able to stay and come back and they handled it really well, and we were lucky that we <laughs> maybe had some foresight. We had bought um, Amazon Kindle tablets for them a, a oh, year good. ago, and, <laughs> and we brought those with us. And so everyone has had plenty of screen time and travel time, but, you know, it's, it's not what it's I was do, but it's necessary to yeah. keep the peace and to, you know, keep Everyone's saying mm. it's just about what we've had to do, but it was definitely hard for a while.
0: I'd like to hear about some of the the best and maybe the worst <laughs> moments in lockdown <laughs> If you'd like to share a couple yeah. of examples of what have been the yeah. highs and
1: lows for you as a
0: family and you
1: personally? Um I think some of the highs were uh my youngest daughter and our son had their birthdays last week and normally we would have gathered our friends and we would have done like a party or we would have met in the park and done something fun and that still was not an option and so um our church group that we were able to join here uh even with the language where you're there is a they started a a whatsapp group for the moms with kids and one of the the admins of the group had said it's alice's birthday today please wish her a birthday you know a happy birthday and they sent in videos and cards, and it was just oh. so sweet that these, they had taken the time to wish her, like, they didn't really know us, but they had taken the time to wish her a birthday, and then, you know, a few days later, when it was my son's birthday, they did the same, and it was just really nice to be seen and to be felt part of a community, even though we weren't able to physically be with these people, and so that was, was really nice, and we have some good friends that my husband works with. They live quite close to us and they've really taken us in to be a part of their family they have you know invited us we've had dinners with them and they've come to our house and we've gone to their house and we've put you know we've been able to really I feel really connected to them and that building that relationship has been really a sweet mercy for me to have mm-hmm. another mom with kids who understands how hard this is and someone when I can say okay the government said this and I ran it through Google translate and it makes absolutely no oh sense. Can you explain this to me? And Oh, sure. No problem. And mm. if I don't know where to buy things, at which store in the neighborhood, she's been able to point me in the right direction. And so that has been really wonderful, but I think the harder parts are just, um, there was a day a few weeks ago where I just got really, really mad and frustrated that, it, it had become a joke and that, that no one seemed to care about anything. It was a, a warmer day in that week. And I had stepped out onto our balcony to do some take care of some laundry. And it, the courtyard was just full of people visiting and chatting and kids playing and going in and out of the stores. And I was like so mad that they had this sense of freedom that they could do, go about what looked to me like a normal day. My last thing
0: I'd love to chat about is um, thinking about now life after lockdown and it is a bit strange <laughs> because you've got this like life after lockdown here it, well, in Albania and then also looking to yeah. return to Utah yeah. um, sometime soon. Are you planning to change anything that you're doing in your life? I mean, have you had insights during lockdown moments that you thought, okay, I'm going to change yeah. this up or is it maybe reaffirm some things you're already doing? Um,
1: I think probably more reaffirm things than anything else. Um, we came here with four suitcases and we've been fine. And so um, I think a lot of about going home and getting rid of more stuff. And when we packed up to move here, I, we did get rid of a lot of things. And I think I can get rid of more still. It just, to me, it reaffirmed that we don't need as much stuff as we all think we do. And that we can be really happy with just a few really good things. And, that knowledge is you know that helps me feel good that we can survive on a limited wardrobe and we can survive with a limited amount of toys and we were very lucky that our friends they knew we didn't we hadn't brought toys and they said they brought over toys that their kids weren't playing with anymore so we were able to you know still fill that void of not having the things that we wanted to have but knowing that we can live with less is, is, a, is a nice feeling um I think, you know, it's given me new insight on that my children are not difficult children. And in Utah, there were many days, long days, as a mothers have, <laughs> where you get to the end of the day and your husband walks in the door and you're like, I love you, but I'm leaving. You know, you just get frustrated and you get angry. Yeah. And you, just, you need to leave. And that had been something that, you know, had happened quite frequently in Utah that, there would be at least one or two days a week where I would be like, peace out. I'm leaving. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the, the, you know, the mall, I'm going to the library, just anywhere to get anywhere and be by myself. Yeah. And those moments haven't happened as here hardly at all. And I think um, maybe it's, uh, I can't, I can't understand why, but mm. It's surprising, it's just, given you've been in the house surprising. all day. <laughs> Yes, it is, and you know, it's like it doesn't it doesn't bother me as much as I thought it yeah. would. Being home constantly with three children and not leaving very often, and I think I, I hope that we're able to bring that home with us and continue mm. that here. That that it's it might not be you know they might not be as difficult as they had once been, or I may not no longer you know be the same mom that I may be more patient but we definitely have slower days here we're not rushing to go anywhere we're not you know r- trying to get anything in particular done we try and get their school work done but if it doesn't get done we'll do it the next day or the day after that and that slower pace of life is just uh, something I will cherish and try and I hope to take that home with us as well.
0: Thank you so much, Erin, for speaking to oh. me today. It's been really it's been really fantastic to hear about your oh, experiences and Thank you. I wish you luck. I ah, <laughs> you as well.